0: Welcome to Candid Conversations with Candice and Siobhan. We are dynamic women with different backgrounds, life experiences and personal struggles. Yet the more we got to know each other, the more we realize that our similarities far outweighed our differences. Our goal is to bridge the gap between us and them. We are more alike than we are different.
1: We are your go-to podcast for all things real, raw and resilient. Each week, we have unscripted conversations with remarkable individuals who have truly decided to show up authentically in their own lives and are now inspiring others to do the same. Take a moment to listen, and not only will you see yourself in these stories, you'll leave with a takeaway from our guests and a reminder of the power of vulnerability and connection. Hello, and welcome to another candid conversation with Candace and Siobhan. Today, we are speaking to Christine Daynard, who is the owner and operator of Buzz Tour Company, which runs out of Norfolk County. Christine shares how she quit her corporate job, listened to her heart, and started a new career adventure, pretty much on a whim, that ended up being a perfect personality fit and a whole lot of fun. She leaves us with the insight that we have nine lives and who we spend them with and what we do with them makes all the difference.
0: Welcome to another candid conversation with Chaos to Calm, Candace and Siobhan. I, of course, am Siobhan. You've got the lovely Candace beside me. And today we are pumped to be joined by this burst of energy and sunshine, Christine Daynard, who is the owner of Buzz Tour Company, which is actually a day trip experience um, here in the greater Ontario, greater region of, of Ontario. Um, Exploring hidden gems, and I know that you do a lot of stuff in the Norfolk area, which we can tap into. Um, but you also write a blog, so Life of Christine D, which is a targeted to the forty-somethings, the everyday lives of women over forty, and just that relatable experience. So, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you me. so
2: much. Thanks for having me here.
0: <laughs> so, Christine, we start. I actually had to like time out. Tell us, we got to go on camera because you two were talking too much about life, uh, and we weren't even scripted yet. But. Maybe we can start first by, how does one go from being in marketing and decide like, oh, no, nope, time out, buzz tour company, I got to be doing something different. Let's throw this all away and, uh, and get on this bandwagon.
2: Yeah, well, um, I think when I decided to get into marketing, it was sort of like a second or maybe even fourth career for me by the time I did that. I went back to school in my early 30s and ended up getting a job full-time working in government to do marketing and communications. And to tell you the truth from the very get-go, I was so bored. And um, it was something where I had never had a job where I sat at a desk and um, I'm good with deadlines, but I really struggled to just sit down and do work. I like to be active and out there and engage with people. And I realized that behind the scenes wasn't really my jam. It was more my scene to be in the trenches with people and having fun with people. And uh, I think for a really long time, I didn't think that I could have a career that was fun, as an adult, cause you know, you go through life and people tell you that Christine, you gotta settle down and you know, maybe having a kid will like, you know, simmer you down a little bit. And I'm like, why does everyone say that? Why does everyone try to simmer us down and make us smaller than we are? Anyway, so um, funny enough, it's sort of a long story which I'll try to bring down a little bit make a little bit short of a story. Um, I was kind of hating on my job and a friend of mine invited me to go visit her in Norfolk County for a weekend. Her family had property there, well, has property there. So I took the drive to Norfolk and I was just, I was, I was, I was, I don't even know the word. I felt so good just driving there. I felt calm, relaxed. And we get there and she's like, I'm going to take you to my favorite winery. And I was like, all right i didn't even know there was wine here like what like there's winery it's like farm town like so i kind of had this idea in my head that we were going to go to someone's farm and they're going to make wine in the kitchen sink and it was going to be weird right like that's totally what i thought and so we show up and we go to this beautiful winery and it's overlooking lake erie you can see it in the distance and you're surrounded by carolinian forest and we're on this patio sipping this fabulous wine and i just i was taken back and so the manager came over to our table and I asked her if anyone was doing tours of the area because the place was fantastic. And she said, well, no one's doing that yet. And the words literally rolled off my tongue. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and um, I mean, the rest is history, I guess, but it took me about a year and a half of building two different business plans. One that, um, oh, is she frozen or are we both? Okay, <laughs> we're good. Okay, sorry, <laughs> editing. Um, <laughs> We, uh, yeah, so I basically went through two different business plans and uh, first really wanted to make it big, right? Like kind of like the Leo in me, I like to make everything big. So I first wanted to get a big 12 or 24 passenger vehicle and take all these people on day trips. And then I realized that not only was it cost prohibitive, but, um, you know, it was, if people didn't come, I was going to be investing a lot in something that may or may not take off the ground. Long and the short, I always say that. I don't know why I say that because it's never short. But ultimately, a friend suggested, why don't you just get a minivan and take a small handful of group of, at a time and see how that goes? And so that's what I did. So I literally in one day quit my corporate job, went and bought a van and started running the van. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. So then, and that was it? You just never looked back? It was like, guess we're doing tours here, Norfolk County.
2: Yep, that was pretty much it. And I'm sorry, I think my microphone is making some bad noise. If it's that, or if it tells, sorry, it's telling me we're detecting background noise through your microphone. Can you guys hear that?
0: Uh, we, yours sounds good. We hear you. Okay. That's all that matters. Yeah. Okay, good.
2: Okay. That's good. Um, so sorry. Remind me what your question is.
0: So, yeah, you just like. Wipe the hands of the, like, what was the fear attached to being like, oh, I'm going to leave this corporate secure job where I'm making bank and suddenly I'm just going to go be a tour guide and, and run my own show?
2: Yeah, it was, uh, I always tell people, it's not the way I recommend that every small business owner launch a business. Um, but I think for me, it was that I, I'm an all in kind of person. So when I make a decision about something, I can't just half ass it. I need to jump right in with both feet. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know what, my heart has been telling me to do this. I always call it my heart part, and it's cheesy as I'll get out, but that's what it is. It's like, I fell in love with this place and I knew people needed to see it. And the more I discovered about it, I just knew that people would love this day trip to like just unplug from the city and get out of here and go and do something fun. Right. And uh, so I really, I just, just, I knew that it was in me to do, and I thought, I'm not going to doubt it. I'm just going to believe that I can do it. And in the worst-case scenario, I'm employable. I'll find work. <laughs> That's kind of how I looked at it.
1: That's what I suggest and the rest to people kind of a lot. What's the worst that can happen? Because um, unlike you, I am a constant thinker. We were talking about astrological signs, and you said, Christine, that you're a Leo. Um, and of what you said, a double extrovert, basically, extrovert squared. <laughs> Um, I'm an extroverted introvert and I'm a true Capricorn who likes structure and security. And I say I'm a slave to security. And I would love to have the courage to um, just the belief. And I believe in success. And I think the way that you said that is, you know, you just believed you had a vision of what it was going to look like and that you were so confident that people would come. Cause how could they not want to go on a day trip to this amazing area and how would they not want to choose you to guide them because you're just so effervescent and bubbly and personable. But that fear of, you know, the what if, and I love that your answer was like, I'm employable. Damn, I'm like, you know, and I think that's really amazing. So I'm curious about You know, for people who might not be so, um, I don't know if it's confidence or... Ballsy. Like, yeah, I don't know what that would be, but there's a lot of people who are not, a lot of people who are stuck in, and I'm using the word stuck, because I feel like when you're stuck, it's like when you feel, you said your heart told you, you just knew, you just knew, and you listened to the call, I'm going to say that. So, any thoughts on, for people who might not be as adventurous as you or daring people like me that are overthinkers, Maybe I'm curious, like
2: any advice? You know, um, I lived in a place in that career that I had prior to launching my business for six years. And every year that I was there, my body got tighter and harder as far as um, I, I was getting pains in my body. My stomach started to kind of revolt against me. So it was pushing back on foods that I was putting in my body. Um, I was so stressed, I couldn't enjoy my life outside of work. And so all of these, um, I guess, points of awareness started to really make themselves obvious to me. And I think that the first thing I would tell people is to acknowledge how you feel in the work that you're currently doing. Mm-hmm. And if the feel of the work doesn't feed your soul and you're, and if you, it doesn't come to your why, if at the core of what you're doing, If it doesn't scream, I wanna do this because it helps me help people in this way, um, then maybe your why for staying isn't strong enough. And I think that for me, that's what happened. It was like my why for what I wanted to do and the reason for me staying wasn't strong enough. So I had to go with what was feeling right. I think we live in a time and place that, you know, from the time we're small children, we're told that we have to do these things. We, you know, we're going to grow up and we're going to mature and we're going to get a house with a picket fence and we're going to have two and a half children and we're going to get a corporate job and we're going to work nine to five and that's just the way that it is, you know? And um, I just, I guess I've never been a believer that things have to be just the way they've always been. And so I would say I'm a huge advocate for change and I think that when we're, open to growth, we have to do scary things because you can't grow and stay in the same place. The the, the two do not go hand in hand. So um, I guess to your question, what advice would I give is really just to start with acknowledging how you're feeling and what you're in the work that you're doing and how you connect to it. What are the parts about it that you love? And and what are those silly little ideas that come to you when you're sitting at the beach or you're chatting with friends and you say, oh gosh, I'd love to like fill in the blank, right? And uh, there's, there's power in that because that's where your why is, that's where your what is, that's where your purpose is, is in, in those little things that seem like light conversation and you can never make a career out of it. It's like, <laughs> you can absolutely make a career out of anything. You can do anything. And, um, you know, for me, I think what held me back for a long time was feeling like my soft skills weren't enough, Mm. right? This whole being enough as well is a big thing in our society and being a human being is we all feel like we're not worthy enough, right? Um, But I never thought that using my soft skills at the forefront of what I was going to do was going to be enough. And it turns out that so many people don't use their soft skills. And that when they run into somebody who is doing that and with pure passion and drive is wanting to bring them this awesome experience. It, 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 it tells a story in itself, you know, it, it connects the dots.
0: As someone who is 34 single and never lived the path, like don't want kids picked up my life, moved to Costa Rica, to the Middle East, moved to Ireland. I I Appreciate every part of your story and why you do your why. And I'm wondering how different you feel now compared to, I mean, physically, mentally, emotionally, compared to the days when you were clacking away at a desk job. Like, how how is, like, what is your life like from an internal perspective now that you are fully living in alignment with your passion?
2: It's interesting. I was chatting with a friend about this just yesterday, and I said what I what i don't connect with is fear and i don't let the fear hold me back if it if it if it comes i think to myself i've overcome things that are really hard i left a corporate job as a single parent with no guarantee of an income to come to me if i did that i can do this right so i think that it's it's that internally so, in alignment with the fact that I'm not buying into what we're supposed to do anymore, yeah. and I lean into feeling how I feel in things. So, if something doesn't feel right, I say no. If, um, you know, all this world around us right now, I mean, everybody is in a huge state of fear, and there's a lot of unknowns, and a lot of people are worried for their future and for their life, and they don't want to leave their house, and we literally can't currently leave our houses. So um, I think that when you take that fear component away and when you lean on the fact that you just have to trust and believe that what's going to come will come, it's really hard to get people there. It was really hard to get me there, but I really lean on that a lot. And as soon as that anxiety sort of comes up for me or that, um, that, that, you know, kind of testing fear, I think to myself, okay, again, what's the worst thing that can happen? Mm -hmm. and you've already leaned into your heart and you've tried things by following your gut and your heart. So that's worked. So just because the business isn't running right now, because clearly I can't run tours right now with people just because it's running, doesn't mean it's never going to again, but it also doesn't mean that I'm in a position where I can't ever reinvent myself. I've already done it. (laughs) Right.
1: Exactly. So I
2: think, I think, I don't know if I'm talking around in circles, but I think to say, that we sometimes need proof in ourselves that we can push hard things and we can do things that are not in the norm and so once we take like that little step and we conquer that one thing and we go oh my gosh that was so much easier than i thought it was going to be and i just believed in myself and i did it and i did it now i could do a harder thing so maybe maybe the answer is like starting with something small and overcoming it and then plugging into something new and overcoming that and then maybe that's the path for somebody who maybe isn't as much of a cliff jumper (laughs) as I am.
1: That's a good way to describe it. The cliff, yeah. It reminds me of like, you know, just going for a deep dive and and trusting that everything's going to be okay. Like jumping out of an airplane, bungee jumping, probably not my thing. Right. But I can just imagine going like, let's do it. Maybe you're not. I don't know. Would you ever jump out of a plane?
2: Uh, I am actually a very afraid of heights, so <laughs> okay. the, the plane jumping may never be a thing for me, but um, I do push limits a lot, and, you know, I feel like it's funny. Um, I, I don't know if I'll express this well, but there's freedom in pushing limits and challenging yourself and overcoming things that is indescribable, And so I don't, I don't sometimes feel like in order to face my fears, I need to jump out of a plane to face my fear of heights. You know, I feel like I, once you just, you connect and you just, you, you tap into, uh, you just tap into doing whatever comes to your soul and your heart and you're overcoming those things that you you just start, like I said, you just start to prove to yourself and you find freedom through belief.
1: I totally agree.
2: You know, it's funny because people tell me all the time, they're like, wait a second. So you're telling me I just have to believe that I could do it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it actually is that simple. And I think as human beings, we make things so difficult. We make things so much harder for ourselves than it needs to be. And when we just lean into our real instincts that we often ignore, that's where we get into trouble, right? We're, like, what did I do? I, I was like, okay, well, I have a kid. I don't have a, 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 like a partner in life because I'm a single mom. So what can I do? Okay, well I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna get a job that's nine to five so I can make sure I have a guaranteed paycheck. Like I was doing everything I was taught to do and I was miserable. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I don't know, checking that misery marker, you know, checking that where am I for happiness? Where You know, do I live a life of joy or am I really always just looking forward to the weekend? And that's an indicator, you know, that it's like looking for those little symptoms or indicators along the way that say, hold on a second. Why am I putting my whole life on hold for that weekend or for that one trip a year or for that, you know, couple weeks of vacation that I get? Why am I waiting for that? Like we have one shot at living a good life. And... You know, I truly believe that without tapping into that instinct that we have and just kind of going with our gut on things, we're making that life so much more difficult for ourselves. So I know I lived it too, right? So,
0: And it's so inspiring to hear somebody who's actually taken life and said, this is life on my terms. I'm doing this shit the way I want to do it and not have anybody else says that it needs to be done and scripted because it is very easy. And I'm at that age right now where people are like, oh, so you not married no kids and I'm like yeah no no it's not I'm trying to move to a different country right now it's I'm busy like can't do that but um so now that you have your business has had to shift and you're not afraid to jump into that fear how have you pivoted with COVID in what you're doing and how you're showing up with with the buzz tour
2: um well it's changed a few times I think I I think anybody in business right now has had to change and modify several times to accommodate what's happening because it changes all the time so at first, I just started doing what I called Wine Night Wednesdays, where I would offer these free events. People could just sign up for them, and I'd bring in, you know, a sommelier from one of the wineries, or we would bring in a chef locally, and we'd make food together, or just just a place to connect, right? And then the world sort of opened up a little bit in the summer, and people were interested in going for tours, so I was I relaunched sort of to a certain degree for the summer, Um, But then, of course, I could see what was going on in the world, and I thought it would be ignorant of me to assume that this is not going to continue to impact my business, so what can I do? And I I took a few, I I guess it just took some time to lean into what what do I do for people, and how can I transform that into something virtual? And, you know, again, I lean on those soft skills. It's like people feel good when I bring my smile and I dance around and look like an idiot, and I'm... (laughs) You know comfortable just being myself and they feel good in that so i'm like that's why i have to find something that i can just do where i can help people feel good because people feel awful right now people are depressed their suicide rates are high like there's so much going on right now that if i can do this one thing i was put on this planet to bring joy i'm most certain of it and so i decided that's just what i'm going to do so In the last number of weeks, I've been offering uh, virtual experiences. I've connected with a a couple partners in the region. And so I have a friend who's a a DJ. And so he does live DJ. We play a game of music bingo, and uh, it's super fun. If you've never played music bingo, it sounds totally dorky, but it's so fun. So instead of like, you know, rolling the little thing and taking the ball out, G49, and you find it on your bingo card, um. Instead, he plays fifteen or thirty seconds of a of a song, and you have to guess it on your chart to see if you've got that I song. Nice. And so, you know, you kind of get yourself in the beat, and then you're like, okay, oh well, wait. And then you and then the song stops, and you have to keep singing it to yourself to make sure you've got what it is, right? So there's a bit of a challenge in it. And so we play for like you know whatever a line, and then four corners and a full card, and uh, depending on the event, and if it's a corporate event or if it's a public event, or if I've got sort of buy in some of local businesses, we'll give away prizes and. Um, I'm working with another company called uh, Magical Mirror Photo Booth and they basically have found a way to virtually provide uh, like a like a photo of you in this event so people essentially take a selfie and then upload it into this QR code and they get spat back a picture in their phone that's them of the event and we've like personalized each photo with a template so that it's commemorative of their experience with us right. And uh, and at the same time, we're looping in different, uh, like local restaurants, or potentially, like for example, I often make cocktails with people in these events, but sometimes I'll break out and lean into a local restaurant and say, "Hey, put together a cocktail kit. I'll make it with my group. They can come and pick it up from you, and we'll make it together in our event." So, so that's some of fun trying to uh, support other small local businesses and also bring light to, you know, that joy factor, bringing people into a space where they can just. Pretend that what's happening in the outside world isn't happening, and they can literally—I make them jump up and down in their living room. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah,
0: that sounds excellent. I also noticed that today is Friday, so yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> like, what's going on today? Like, <laughs>
2: so it's on most Fridays, <laughs> yeah. So most Fridays, I, I I go live in Instagram, and actually, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try actually tonight for the first time to go live in both Facebook and Instagram at the same time. Oh, uh, to offer what I call Cocktails with Christine. And we make a cocktail together, but it's also just like a point of connection. So I sit and I chat with people and uh, have this like little card game that I sort of throw out different questions, have people answer. And we just, I just stay there so that we can sort of engage. So people that just wanna make a cocktail, they can stay and we make a cocktail and then they're out, that's fine. But for the people that really need that connection and they want to kind of pick up on some of that energy, it's just a free opportunity for them to jump in and, and, and take that. Right. So that's another thing that I also offer.
1: So Hi. what's your favorite cocktail, Christine?
2: Oh gosh. oh, <laughs> Too many. <laughs> um, you know, I love a whiskey sour. I love sour. Oh. Yeah. I love sour, love sour candy. Like I love a whiskey sour. Um, oh my gosh. I love so many things, but often I lean into the citrus. Sort of side of things, so you'll see me make a lot of things. And we, I do a lot of things with like fresh oranges and limes and lemons, and you know, you're you're often using. I try to I call it like um, all inclusive or accessible sort a of cocktail. So it's not, you know, you see all these mixologists and they're fantastic, but they bring in all these different ingredients. And you're like, what the hell is that? Like I've never even heard of that before, yeah. and it's not accessible to everyone. So I try to make things. It's like you could literally go to the LCBO in the grocery store and just grab your fresh fruit and your whatever booze it is, and we make something together, and it's fun. So. Yeah.
1: I think that's the key word with you is fun. Just fun. It is. <laughs> Easy going. Have a good time. Life's too short. Let's just do it.
0: Yeah. So what's um this blog that you have going on and that it, you know, it's the 40 something life. Like, what does that look like? What what could some suspect of them there?
2: Well, and it's sort of, I guess, like 15 years as I continued writing. I think that happens when you write in a space like that, right? You start with a certain intention and then you, it moves and changes just like anything. Um, So at first, I really just wanted to connect with an over 40 something woman, because, you know, when you're over 40, it's like things start to change, you know, your body changes, your outlook on life changes, you kind of care a little bit less about what people around you think, and like all those things, but um, also in, in addition to that, you know, I wanted to share struggles, because I don't think we talk enough about our struggles and it really helps to connect people and bond them and understand that they're not alone in something and so you know like i became a single mother of the mother when my son was three and i was uh, in a relationship with a narcissistic gaslighting individual and have had many gaslighting uh, you know experiences since so i like to share my experiences and i get down into the real raw sort of details about You know how that looked and how that felt and give people a space that they can feel comfortable knowing that they're not alone um and uh so that gas uh, recently i wrote about the gaslighting, and it has just gone off the hook like people have been messaging me privately to tell me their stories and that is something that's happening a lot so as i say it's shifting um you know it's funny because i don't claim myself to be a feminist but i would say i certainly am a feminist and uh, I really want to support women in just becoming the best of themselves and leaning into the fear of telling others about their stories because our, our power is in our stories. And, and it's how we bond together. It's how we connect. It's where we, you know, find passion and zest for life. Like it's, it's all in being vulnerable and sharing and and it's in our stories. And so, you know, we're not alone. And, yeah, we have embarrassing things that happen, like, when you have a kid and you go to screen park at Halloween and you get so scared that you pee yourself. Like, you know, literally an entire pee zone in my pants, like, couldn't even hide it anymore. You know, most people are, like, and it was super embarrassing, right? But most people wouldn't write a blog about that. But I wrote a blog about it. <laughs> my I wife, love it woman who has done something where you're like oh my god how do I escape this I just literally put a puddle in my pants and I have to get out of here (laughs) right so you know it's just I like to be real and I think authenticity has just I've really leaned into who I am in the last several years and I lived in fear for a long time and I was told I was too big and too loud and too much and too all of these things and also believed I wasn't enough and then when I started to tap in to my own personal power it sounds weirdly cheesy again to say that but once I started tapping into that I was like oh my god like I've been living my life for other people why have I been living my life for other people so when it really came down to it it was like I want to help women especially because I am a woman I can relate best to women but how can I encourage women to just lean into their power and find what that is for them and just be themselves and you can enjoy life so much more when you're not pretending, you know?
1: Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned the soft skills and I don't, I, as a, as a high school teacher who teaches that stuff, I know soft skills are basically who you are. It's your personality. It's all those things that you described about being larger than life, personality plus. And um, maybe when you were younger, you know, to being told, you know, you talk too much, Christine, or, you know maybe this is not the time for that i don't know i'm just thinking about what i was told and i realized that those things like i was told i was too emotional and you know what that's my superpower i say those mm. are so your soft skills are what make you you the other things like the hard skills learning technology learning something on the job anybody can do i well, mean not anybody but people can learn to do those things nobody can learn to be you because you're authentically who you are and when you said you know people think that they can't make money off that well if you and I are doing exactly the same thing, if I live next door to you and I'm right, uh, and I'm doing, I can't think of a, something with buzz, but like, you know, baz tours and in the same area, but who I am draws different people than who you draw. And yeah. instead of comparing, we compare ourselves to other people. We feel like we have imposter syndrome where, who are we to do this? And really, who are you not to do this? You are everything and you, you are right in the end, who you are authentically when the more you are you, The more you draw to you, the exact people, because otherwise I think you draw confusion because if you're trying to be something right, I think the universe is like, I don't really know because that's not who you are, but here's some stuff. And then you're unhappy, dissatisfied, confused about the people that you're drawing to you, the gaslighter, the narcissist, the more you're you, the more things. And it's all about belief. Like what you're sharing with our listeners is really about, um, I think if I'm just, I'm just putting some stuff in there, but it's really about letting go of control. I describe myself as being structure, blah, 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 definitely based in fear of the unknown and life is full of unknowns and, and embracing change is what you do. And I think it's fabulous that that's what you're bringing through your blog, your tours, and even your cocktails with Christine on Fridays. It's a way for connection.
2: Well, and like you said, I mean, it's a way to show people that, you know what, I am being completely myself in that space. And, you know, if there's anything I would encourage people to look at is, Um, You know, if you're noticing that the things that you're doing in your life, you're getting a lot of pushback. So like, you really think you want to do this thing, and it just isn't working out. And no matter what you try, it keeps pushing back at you. It doesn't mean that it's never going to happen, but it probably means it's not the right time, or maybe it's not for you. But you haven't decided exactly what it is that you want and you haven't leaned into exactly where the direction you're supposed to go. And literally the universe is trying to push you in that direction, (laughs) right? Like I think about all the things I failed at in life. I'm like, God, there's a list of them so long, I can't even start, right? But all the list of things that I failed at were lessons to teach me and push me into the new spaces that I was moving into and has found me here now. So if nothing else, you know, me finding myself and being comfortable with who I am and being all of me. um, If I can inspire one other person to lean into who they are and just live an authentic life, like, man, I've won, you know, like that's, that, that is, that would be music for me to know that that has made an impact for the positive in that way.
0: That is, I feel like an excellent way to like sum up and wrap up like such a beautiful message if there was any other words of wisdom and you've said so many but if there's anything else that you thought of at the top of your head that maybe you would want to impart or leave for other people as maybe a way to live their life or just from your own learnings what would that be
2: um i would say like primarily is to your circle of friends and people that you spend the most time with are the most important and if you're trying to live an authentic life and become more than where you're at or grow, and your circle of people is not interested in growing, you will be held back by the people that you surround yourself with if you allow it. So, And it's really hard to push back against that, right? It's really like, I, I was in an event uh, just last week and um, you know, someone messaged me in the event and said, how do I deal with the fact that I'm gonna start growing as a person and I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow, I'm going to put up these boundaries. And I'm not going to allow these things to continue to happen. How do I deal with the friends that I have that aren't going to like that? And I said, you're going to have to be okay with that. You're going to have to be able to know, you have to, first of all, you have to believe and know that kind of like what you were saying earlier, Candice, is that if you are being truly authentic to you, and you're doing everything that you can bring your best gift and superpowers into this world and make a difference, mm-hmm. you're doing the right thing, and you're going to start to attract people that want to be there with you, yeah. instead of being with the people that feel safe, just as things are, right? And if you can't carry them into a space of growth with you, you might have to leave them behind. And that's really hard to do. And it, it, it's, not, it's not that you want to leave friends behind, right? But you can't stay emotionally attached to people that aren't willing to see you and your greatness and the best that you can be and don't have the full intention of being in full support of you being that person if they're not willing to bring themselves to the table in the same way. So I would say that it's certainly those that you surround yourself with um, are the most important impact on your progression through your self-development.
1: Yeah, I always say be around people who are doing what you wanna do. Yeah, you know who are lifting up, supporting you, inspiring you, teaching you all those things, um, because it definitely makes a difference. And I it think does. that's what you're just sharing. Well, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've gotten so many great ideas, and um, just a great reminder to just let go, believe, and just, and then jump in, and uh, you know, I don't know, live life to the
2: fullest. Yeah, and you know what? We have nine lives. Really, we do. We don't think we do. But we do. And I, I was look at it like, you know what? I keep trying all these different things. Keep trying different careers, dating different people. Like whatever, I keep trying new things. I'm like, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still living, I'm still eating, I'm still functioning. So if I keep trying these things and I'm and I'm doing okay, then what's, again, it comes down to what's the worst that can happen. Maybe sometimes even just walking yourself through, what does that worst case scenario look like? What does that look like? So if you acknowledge what the worst case scenario would be and go, okay, I see it, it's possible not going to happen I'm not going to let it happen and just keep going right yeah. it's yeah so. love it
0: we appreciate you being here and it like I kind of said it is such a beautiful lesson to go we don't have to live by society's version of our best life and no, I know no. somebody who has done that and felt wildly depressed and very unfulfilled and gone I don't know what the point is and finally when I came back to my own path and was in alignment with like my weird it was like, life is so much nicer this way, I get to do amazing things and it's so great to hear people who are actually living in that truth and approaching life with that curiosity of, I just want to see what will happen, I just want to see if I can do this thing, I just want to see what this is like and then And seeing how you're lit up by your life is such an inspiration because I think more people, like you said, stop waiting for that five o'clock. Stop waiting for that two weeks of holiday, Stop waiting for the retirement that may never come doing the job that you hate just because somebody said you should do it. And the fact that you lead your life with this inspiration of, fuck it, I'm doing it the way I want to do it. And I'm going to be happy. I'm going to surround myself. You you like it. Come along. <laughs> you don't like it. That sucks. But you like, you know, watch the replay. I'll make a cocktail for you, whatever it is. So thank you for being that person who is authentically yeah. you, because we need more people to show up that way. And like, we'd all be so much freaking happier if we did. So thank you for this great conversation and great reminder to to live life that way.
1: Thank you. Christine. Yeah.
2: And thank you. And thank you so much for sitting and chatting with you, because sometimes you. It, it, it can be hard to get that message across to people, but when you're, when you're sitting and chatting with a couple of ladies that are, um, you know, inspired by living differently and doing things that we're meant to do and kind of following in that path. I mean, I've, I've watched a few of your podcasts and they're fantastic and you're having these amazing conversations with people and we need to strive to do more and better in our lives and be more of who we are. And I'm happy to have come and chatted with both of you, but it. it's been great. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Yeah. All right, everybody, thank you so much. Once again.
0: Okay. Bye guys. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Tune in each week for another candid conversation and don't forget to like, and subscribe, you'll find all the ways to connect with us on social media in the show notes, and we look forward to bringing you more amazing conversations with ordinary people leading extraordinary lives. See you next time.